BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome new listeners to the Todd Glass Show. Before we get going, here's some stuff you should know. To tell if it's a bit or the truth from Todd. If he says potato salad or swear to God. Those expressions are comedic, little darling. If Todd means the truth, he always says to George Carlin. And on the topic of bits, let's erase any doubt. Todd's almost always joking when he says, edit it out. The intro goes long, cause Todd's so big-hearted. Other podcasts in before his get started. You know the Podcasters Association voted the Todd Glass Show number one. So Hello. How are you? Um, I'm doing good. All right. This is the second half of the Andy Kindler Show. I've been taking those voice lessons to have better inflection. So let's get to it. Um, did Aristotle remember to play the opening? Hmm, he did. The new one that explains the show, the little... Or things. Um, I'm going to be coming to Austin. I'm doing a whole weekend at the Velveeta Room, but not until November 20th and 21st. So, I mean, that's so far away, but it's going to be great. We're going to set it up cool. Got a little jazz band opening up the show for me. That room's going to, it's a great room. I'm going to put a little polish on it. You're going to come in and go, shut the fuck up. But I'm very excited. I had a really good time there when I was at the festival, uh, South by Southwest. So, Hey, you know how Jake took that song that went, uh, you know, it's all about the bass and then put Don Rickles in? No trouble. No trouble. Could somebody please, I don't ask much. I've Joe, Jingle Joe is so overloaded. But I thought it would work. You know that song, ring my bell, ring my bell. Put Dumbbell in there when Don Rickles says Dumbbell from that Live at Five interview. Nobody likes a Dumbbell. Ring my Dumbbell. You know, keep putting that in there. Can somebody please help me? Now listen. I'm going to attempt. Part of me is scared to take it to to get into it, because then I feel like I won't do a good job at it, but I really do want to, before the show starts, weigh in on the whole PC police thing. Yeah, one more fucking time. And I usually do it with someone in front of me because I feel better that way. 
but I'm going to, I really have so much on my mind about that, that I, look, no generation wants to think that they were like the one before them. Nobody wants to think that. But let me tell you something, and I'm going to put modesty aside here. I have I have been obsessed by with not doing that. If if you know if if skiing's your hobby, you got to fucking be, you know, you got to work at it. You, it just doesn't happen naturally. So I would ask anybody, honestly, whether it's Bill Maher or Jerry Seinfeld, have you been obsessed with that not wanting to happen? Because if you just thought it wouldn't happen, it probably did. You just look the word PC police. What they say it wasn't around. Let's say when now, let, let, as far as Jerry Seinfeld goes, he was never really. And, and let me say this too. This is not a half baked compliment to go and then insult somebody. You know, when people go, Oh, I love Jerry Seinfeld, but no, I respect the fuck out of Jerry Seinfeld. I really do. Like so many layers, just, just, you know, the obvious things. And then his love for comedy and his clean, great way of explaining it, and his just his just respect for stand-up comedy. I really admire it. And then, like I said, like all the obvious things, like, you know, his, I mean, the show, the obvious things. But then on top of that, and as far as Bill Maher goes, look, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a huge Bill Maher fan. No matter what happens to Bill Maher, even if we disagree on this, he'll never hear this, but I mean just in the air. Um, I personally think that him being on this planet was absolutely worth it for being right so fucking much. So this is not a half-baked attempt, but can, can I have all that reverence for somebody and then disagree? Um, I wanted to start with sort of what Jerry said about, like, again, if, if these two people ever heard it, I know they won't, but I fantasize. You can't. If you're if you haven't obsessed with it, you don't want to think. I know it would be very hard right now to go, man, maybe I have turned into that. But you won't just do it, you'll talk yourself into it. You'll 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 with clean, what you think is clean, like making sense. But unless, like I said, unless you've been obsessed with not having it happen, it probably has. And I guess it would be hard to sit here and go, fuck, has it? Because I would imagine in Jerry Seinfeld's sales, he would say, Oh, I had some hand gestures. Like, is that what, back back when I was doing comedy, they, they fought for, like, legitimate things, freedom of speech, and they fought for, they fought for, like, racial rights. Now that's what kids are defending, hand gestures. No, they do big things, like, they do big things, and then that is sideways, you stumbled upon something. No, you can't say, you know, you need big black basketball hands that's something they would have said in 1978 and said oh my god is it is it you got you know that uh, by the way if anyone didn't think that was a good analogy i lost them but i think it is and and so it wasn't a big deal what you did it wasn't a big deal so it wasn't but thank god people can improve before things turn into big deals when do you want to get it out of your act when the whole audience gasps and, and, you know, so what, no one's saying it was a big deal. That's my expression. Like, um, 
if, if there are big deals, but if everything had to be a big deal, who, who could improve at anything? Nah, I'm not going to, if it's just going to improve me a little bit, you should be constantly. And I know you think, well, I would, if I thought it was necessary, but you know, it's so crazy to think that your generation was the last generation that was smart. It's so, it's so obnoxious. It's so fucking obnoxious. It's you're saying, you know, it's, there were the PC police back in the 60s and 70s. They didn't have that name yet. But it was anybody who was trying to move forward and be socially a little kinder. They just didn't have the name for it. The, you know, I can actually give this as an example. I, I, don't, I hope I'm right. Before the Seinfeld show, soup Nazi was not a term that was used. It was just one of those restaurants that was so... At least I'm pretty sure of this. If I'm way off, it does not um, erase everything I said. The PC police were just back then and before that term was there. I relate it to, you know, uh, on the Seinfeld show when they called it the soup Nazi. Well, that, that existed before that term. They just beautifully gave it a name and, and represented that type of place. But it doesn't mean back in the 60s, it, the soup Nazi type of place didn't exist. It was a place that was so popular and did so much business, they thought they can get away, or maybe they could, with sort of being rude to the customer. But it, just because the name wasn't called soup Nazi back then, it, it still existed. And that's what the, the PC was basically, to say they didn't exist back then, no, no, they did. And one more thing. Look. This is frustrating for me because I, I'm, a, I'm a fucking comic and I don't I am I always defend comedy. I've said this a million times, but guess what? I'm saying it again be in this tight package. The the pulse of people that are mad are not always wrong. But I'm gonna start with what I think most comedians, all comedians, agree with, of course, and then there's a huge butt coming. Of course, thank God we ignore audiences. Or we wouldn't have brilliant comedy. I get that. And with what I'm about to say, it's not going to mean shit unless you know that, that I really explain. I get it. Comedy cannot be, you can't, you know, you, thank God we ignore audiences sometimes. Thank God great comedians didn't get off stage after, you know, look, I, don't, I like to say audiences aren't bad, but the collective pulse. When the audience is good, it doesn't mean everybody in the audience is good. It means overwhelmingly the, the 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 energy of the room, the good people won. And when they're bad, that night, the bad people won. Thank God on one of those nights, great comedians didn't get off stage and erase a bit. No, fuck them. That's a great bit. But they're not always wrong. That's what I'm saying. If you're working a, you know... That so sometimes it helps you. The, the 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 it's so upsetting when people keep acting in this fake fucking argument of you can't say anything anymore. God damn it! Yes, you can. But we're allowed to react. You can't just look at the bad side of Twitter and social media. It's like they, they no. If any, by the way, you might go. There's some people. All right, I don't agree with them. But you can't. No one's going to go to jail. You can say whatever you fucking want, whatever you fucking want, and you'll not go to jail. So guys like Lenny Bruce and that here and guys like George Carlin, they fucking won in that sense. They did the groundwork. Now show it respect. You know, when your mom corrected you with language growing up, it wasn't always because she hated you. It wasn't always the way to get in freedom of speech when she said, don't say ain't or don't say, you know what I mean, the words that parents correct you when you're growing up. They didn't say it to hinder your freedom of speech. They said it to make your speech beautiful. 
So you have the right to say anything. I don't know who's listening and going, I'm wrong. I don't know who's listening and going, no. But God damn it, as annoying as it might be, freedom of speech means that other people get to not like what you do and fucking talk about it. So, and, and, and they're not always wrong. And if they're always wrong, then maybe you're working dumb clubs. I don't know. I work a club like the Acme Comedy Club or some of the Helium Comedy Clubs or the DC Improv. Well, those audiences prove, them, prove themselves to be brilliant. So I don't write them off all the time. Sometimes the, this, the, the you know, an audience, I don't have a problem at colleges. I don't have any problem at colleges. And let me tell you something, if you're looking what to take out of the act, go back to the 80s. Everybody likes to go to the Eddie Murphy. Yeah, that was egregious. That was over the top from, the, uh, from that special. But look at the lighter things. That's what you have to. If you're going through your act right now to look for something where you go, fuck this group or fuck that group, they shouldn't have any rights. No, you're not going to find it. But things happen subtly sometimes. And... Just to say that you know, I just paused it for a second. Um, look, and also, I get I'm so fucking glad I remembered this that you can't yell out, even though I get it if somebody in the eighties said something sexist and somebody from the audience went. You know, something brilliant and quick. I might go, but no, no, you can't yell out. But let me explain something that happened, and I bet it happens a lot. If you're at a college and you do a joke. I was with a comedian uh, once that this happened to. I won't mention his name, but he got in the car. He thought they were PC, and this was 15 years ago, so the term was around even then. Or maybe it wasn't. Maybe I'm calling it PC, but he just, oh, they're so, they're trying to be so, whatever. And... The audience didn't boo at all. He said something that was, you know, I just paused it for a second. <laughs> um, the college. Uh, you know what? I tried to say this once before, and that's why I didn't want to repeat the joke. But I'll tell you what he did, because I think it's a good example. He, and by the way, I've had jokes uh, in the past that I've taken out. Before I had it happen to college, I can smell it. I can just think, oh, yeah, they don't think that. Oh, they don't know that. That That's not the way they've lived their life. They're, you know, it's like when someone says, you know, when a comedian, I'm going, I'm going all over the place, but, I, but I, may, I, I thought of another thing. When a comedian looks at two guys in the first row and he goes, um, oh, is this, uh, are you guys on a date? When it was two guys. Now, that comedian, that joke was so overdone. A lot of com comedians did it. It became a hack joke. I guarantee you, the first night the audience went to, or a couple went, yeah, we are together. Or the audience just, they don't boo at a joke like that. Most of the times at a joke like that, they just don't get a laugh. Don't tell me that comedian didn't think, oh, my God, really? Now, you're thinking, no, that's not a good example. Because you've evolved past that. Go back to goddamn, like, 1985 or 19, you know, whatever the first time when an audience, like, that used to always kill. Oh, we got a blind date over here. Is this a blind date gone bad? The first time a comedian realized, maybe it was three or four shows, you know what I mean? All of a sudden he's like, oh, you can't do it. You know my joke, like, that, or that thing I do where it gets off stage in the green room? Holy shit, I mean, come on, two guys aren't the norm. I'm just, is that like, is that like, I can't, oh, eh, eh. But now when we go back and, 
you look at that, you're like, oh, yeah, that was probably an evolved crowd. And they're like, yeah, we are on a date. So it never seems that bad. The, the joke was, oh, well, you know what? I don't have to. It was the vo- it was a voice. He did someone breaking into the house and he did a I don't know how to say it right because I said this once before and some people it, I said a, it was a parody of like a black person's voice that was just grossly um, given in. I don't know where where how that started, but, you know, every time he did a, a when he when he when he broke into the house and uh, somebody said something and in a very over the top way that doesn't exist, you know, did a very. Yeah. I, what am I walking on fucking eggshells for? You know what I'm trying to say? that voice, and the audience didn't, they, that you could even hear like a, just a, just a silence, it was like, whoa, that was weird, now let me tell you something, sometimes an audience proves themselves to be brilliant, and I'll tell you how, when they understand, not only one person, but the, no, the entire fucking audience are the people that disapprove, and remember, there's a big difference between disapproving, this is fucking important, too. There's a big difference between that audience disapproving, like, wow, if you said something like, you know, something just hateful, like, uh, if my son was a, you know, whatever, or a faggot, and, yeah, you'll get booze. But we're not talking about that now. We're talking about these subtleties, which usually don't get booze because they threw them off a little bit, the audience off their feet, and just went, wow, that was, what was that? Hello? What was that? That was, and, um... When nobody in that audience booed or did anything, they were just silent, I think they proved themselves to be, like, smart. Like, they knew, the collective audience knows that in that crowd, yeah, we our only way to, we can't boo, you can't yell out, someone else might be enjoying it. But just, they don't laugh, says that not one person thought, well, I cannot like an anal yell. Every single person got, yeah, I have a lot of power here tonight. And that's, if I don't think something's funny, I don't fucking laugh at all. That's all they did. That's so. I just am so. I, I'm really tired of hearing that you can't say what you want anymore. You can't say anything anymore because, first of all, I think it's an indirect slap in the face to the comedians that fought so fucking hard. So we can. If, if they were looking over at us right now, I'd want to go. You did it. No, they're 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 saying it. You did your job. We can fucking say whatever we want. It's amazing. I don't mean to sound corny, but you fought the fight. Yeah, we can say whatever we fucking want. And uh, uh, sometimes on Twitter, people disagree. But no, 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 why am I being negative? Overwhelmed. It's fucking awesome. Because that's what it's like. It's going, I want to say whatever I want. I don't want people to be able to react. Well, boo fucking who? And again, I'm going to overpreface it. I'm not talking about on a night when the collective pulse of the audience was dumb. Whatever, you know, not talking about that. To, to uh, go alter your act for one audience. No, but, like, come on. The whole thing, you know what bothered me more about a lot of that? It was the uh, saying the whole, you can't, you know, uh, the Seinfeld thing about his daughter, you know. I bet if his daughter's 14, I bet I'd probably have a pretty good conversation with her. I bet we think a lot alike. Well, that didn't come out too good. <laughs> Any any younger person, you know, it's like, anyway. I just paused it again. You know, I always think Dan Savage says that whatever I want to say better. So I thought I would just not say anything anymore, let him come on my show every time I want to say something. But I feel like a lot of this comes from Twitter. You know, where people can, you know, jump on somebody. But, like, again, it happened before Twitter. 
You just didn't hear about it as much. I did it college to college as I worked with guys that were sometimes turning 35 and would get in the car with them on rides home. This happened so many times to me, you know. And by the way, I'm not saying I'm fucking, I, thank God I don't have to think I'm the best comedian in the world to talk about this. No, I don't. I have fucking, you know, obviously, why am I cursing? Learned so much from so many comedians. And do I, is it okay in one area where I feel a little confident that this is, I've, I've obsessed on this. I've obsessed on not wanting to do this. And let me tell you something. What I'm asking someone to do that's listening is not pick apart where I was wrong. But I'll tell you what, this might be cocky in me to say, but I'm right. I'm closer to right than the other side. I might have a detail off, but if you ask me a question, I fix it so goddamn quickly. If we were hanging out, you know, you said, what about this? I go, no, 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 I didn't mean that. I meant, but overall, I'm right. The pulse on you can't say anything anymore. I'm not wrong. And it's like, yeah, Twitter, that can be negative. I get it. It can be like, oh, everybody, but good things happen through Twitter too. And it's not just about Twitter. It's about social media. And you can't reap the good parts of it because the good parts are unfucking believable And so many good things get to other people. Everything cuts two ways. You know, a knife, get rid of knives, they kill people. And they also operate on people. And that really tilts the scale the other way. Well, that's what it's like with social media. And I'm the first one to get upset because someone tweeted something about me when I first started doing it. And I get it. I get it. But I have to get over it. You can say whatever you want and you won't go to jail. What? Celebrate that! In the name of those fucking comedians that did it, I said it again. Celebrate it! Because it's real! Stop saying you can't say whatever you want! It's not true! You look fucking crazy to any young people! And young people aren't getting dumber and dumber, you dumb fuck! Why do you think they keep inventing computers and cure diseases? Because they're dumber? Are you okay? I paused it. I hope I don't uh, just throw all this out. Because what I'm asking someone to do is make an about-face turn and realize that they were wrong. And you don't have to do that with everything. Thank God fucking Bill Maher, every time someone said he was wrong, didn't. Because he was fucking right. Overwhelmingly. It doesn't mean I agree with him 100% of the time. But overwhelmingly, I get it. Thank God that... uh, when everyone told him, you know, didn't agree with him, or the masses, you know what I mean by the masses, that he go, no, I'm right. And then when history wrote itself, he was. But in this case, some of you guys might start to be wrong. And let me tell you something. I'm asking you to make an about-face turn and realize that. I've done it in my career a few times, not with everything. But you got to ask yourself, if you're not going to do it here, when are you going to do it? When in your life have you went, fuck, I was wrong. It, not little things, not, not, not your cute little, everybody makes mistakes once in a while. No, when's the last time something, because if, if you don't have one, you, you, it, it proves that, you know, you, you're, it's not probably this issue, it's just anything. Getting rid of a bad habit sucks, and it's, you know what, maybe you, you have the empathy uh, uh, now for someone that gets off of drugs or alcohol, because I'm right. If I'm wrong, well, then we'll play this in 20 years, and I'll look like an idiot. But if we play this in 10 years, I'm not going to look like an idiot. They say when you yell, you lose the argument, and I get that, and it's a brilliant statement because I can't listen to Bill O'Reilly yell. 
And it's like, you don't, loud doesn't make you right, as Phil Donahue said. And I get that. That person that emailed to me that in a very kind way. But you know what? When you're right, you look less stupid. I don't mean stupid. You look like it doesn't look as bad. It's I get it. I get it. But you sometimes, you know, I can't. I got to get it out somewhere. And Bill, maybe Bill O'Reilly just looks stupid because he's yelling and he's wrong. But I'm not. I'm not wrong. And I'm asking someone. I'm telling you, if you are addicted to this overall, if you found one or two places where I was wrong, or where I didn't make my point clear, you're fucking, you're not good, you're not listening. Overwhelmingly, I'm going to say it again, I'm right. I'm asking you to make an about-face turn and realize this is not good for me. Treat it like, because let me tell you, and we compared it, I do, I compared it in a silly way, not really, to drug addiction, or maybe really. Because it's hard to get rid of an old fucking habit that's given you comfort. And that's what this attitude is, that kids are getting dumber and dumber. And the fact that it doesn't bother you, that you've talked yourself out of it, that you're doing what your parents did, you think you're not. You think you're not because you've talked yourself right and left. Because you'd have to go, my God. Of course, those people that do this aren't going, oh, you know, in everyday life, yeah, people go, I've turned into my parents as a joke. But no, no comedian that, you know, or, or person that says like, that doesn't, um, they don't just sit back and go, yeah, well, my parents. No, they defend why they're not. What they're saying is, no, my parents were wrong. But now that I'm their age, no, I'm right. No, you're like them. Stop it already. Treat it like drinking. Just go, man, it might, this, this attitude might not rot my teeth and put me on skid row. But it really does hinder the human being that you could be. Everyone's always so desperate to know who they can make fun of. You can make fun of so much fucking shit. But you want to make sure it's uh, Caitlyn Jenner. That's you. And by the way, I realize a lot of people handled that brilliantly. I don't want to. By the way, the reason I'm not. I don't think I'm being negative. I'm yelling about positivity. Oh, Jesus Christ. You know, I just paused it again. You know how much it would mean to me for someone to email me and go, you know, that, yeah, you're right. I I was a die fucking hard. You can't say anything anymore. And you, you said it in a way that, yes, 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 you can. You can. Yeah, you can. Don't show me some weird example where there's a lady in Florida that wants to have a petition so comedians can can't talk about shit. No, obviously I disagree with that. Everybody should talk about what they want, whatever you want. That's what's fucking great about comedy. No goddamn rules at all. You say whatever you want, and you can. That's the miracle. And people get to react. But no one's talking about banning it. Obviously, I wouldn't be a part of that. So don't look for that loophole, you fuck. (laughs) And I say that fuck affectionately. Oh, last thing. It, and, you know, the other day I thought, well, what's my problem with those people? Especially when, you know, it's hard to dance around this and not mention, you know, the, the Jerry Seinfeld thing and the Bill Maher thing. Because, you know, it's because it was just there in the media. I can't like, you know, fl- sometimes when you respect the fuck out of someone, you just and something happens, you just try to deal with it in a more out there. Oh, yeah, they're talking about this, but it's so specific to this. And 
So it's not about them. It's it's it, at all. It's about you know. It, it's about def- <laughs> because I know as I get older, it feels good when you're 19 or 18 or 15 or 14 to hear someone that's older than you get it. Maybe I get off on that. Is that the worst thing to get off to? I certainly like it. It's certainly fun. You know how useful you are the older you get that you don't fucking start that same old shit. Yeah, so I like it. And I think it helps me overwhelmingly be a better person. I try. Instead of, or the other way. I'm smarter. Everybody got dumber after me. Every, I reap all the benefits of social media, including my draw, including why an audience knows me. I'll take that all, but you don't know, want anyone to be able to talk about me or say anything. I want freedom of speech, but not every. No. So anyway, it's not about that. Yeah, it's about defending them. Not, you know, making sure they don't know I'm a, I don't want people to think I'm a lunatic. Anybody, let me tell you something. I care what young, smart people think of me, and you should too. And I don't want them thinking I'm a lunatic. I want them to know I'm on their side and keep growing. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I said it. Huh? <laughs> I'm laughing because I feel good. I do. I'm going to pause it and try to think of another loophole to talk people out of something. This is the last thing. I just paused it. Me and my comedian friends, I'm I'm hitting something from another angle because I think it's important. Me and my comedian friends back in like 1988, we would comment that only uh, white people came out to comedy clubs. Now, I sarcastically, not sarcastically, it's going to sound funny. I promise you this next story analytically makes me me and my friends look like we have a, a, a serious problem. But we really meant it. We would ask ourselves, why only mostly white people come out to comedy clubs? Now, again, don't go back and look for the worst of the worst. That doesn't prove my point when somebody really said something. You're not going to find that much of that at all. But go look at the subtleties, what people perceive to be okay, how somebody was referenced. And then you move past it. And then at one point, there becomes a butting of heads. When you're younger, you do. You move past it, but then you get to the point. And, but we would sit and ask that, and you go back and look at those jokes that were being told. I'm not ripping through them. Go look on YouTube. Go, um, if, if, if seriously people are like, which one's he talking about? Just, you know, the way, you know, I think everyone knows. I think everyone knows. You know, there's just a lot of subtleties, a lot of sexism, a lot of racism, a lot of homophobicness, a lot of just all that stuff. And just subtly in jokes, it only looks egregious when the years pass. In the time, it looks like, come on, can't we have a sense of humor? Go back and look at a coffee ad. I know I've played this on my show. Go back and look at a coffee ad from 19. There's there's something on YouTube where it says it's like a, all these coffee ads put together. And, you know, the thing is, if it was lightly sexist, who I, that's not what would get my goat. Like, it was a different time. And you just, if it was lightly, you'd look back and go, wow, that was a different time. But it wouldn't really. No, they're so bad. You're like, shut the fuck up. It's, they're, they're just so like, even the girls down at the office make a better cup of coffee than you. How can a girl be so pretty and can't make a cup of coffee? My question isn't, if nobody knew back then, no big deal. And not, not no big deal, but you know what I mean? Like, didn't, It's like when they cure a disease. You don't go, why didn't they cure this 30 years ago? No, 
if if as if, as just no one knew back then at all, nobody knew at all. All right, well, we learned. We be no. The thing is, I asked somebody, Tom Martin. He, he said yes. There were the people that knew. Even in 1972, when those cigarette ads, there were the group of people that knew, and they were thought to be over the top. Oh, Jesus Christ, it's a coffee commercial. The the woman does primarily take care of the house. And, oh, Jesus Christ, look at those ads and then say to yourself, you're not finding it in your act unless you are fucking obsessed with it. Because I look at that coffee ad and I go, what the fuck are we doing like that now? In my act? In commercials? There's no fucking way we're not doing the same thing. And I guarantee you, go back and look at those cigarette ads. And tell me if the people that thought they were wrong looked. Everyone thought, "Oh, I'm open-minded, and my the my I have a woman lawyer." But the come on, that cigarette ad, like come, if unless you are obsessed with it, to go wait, just factually, there's got to be stuff like going on like that now. Oh, and and look for it. And so what if you do it? I've done jokes that I wish. Ah, oh, shit! I took that out of my act. All right, there's YouTube clips of it, and I grew past it. I am not by any means saying I'm above all this. If anything, maybe this is one more part for me to pound into my head what I don't want to turn into. All right. Listen. Oh, I feel like I got that off my chest. Goodbye. Guess what? I do come back one more time. I just got off the phone with almost Dr. Kevin Sousa. And (laughs) for people that are new listeners to the show, he... Is a friend of mine that's going through, you know, he doesn't have his license yet, but he's brilliant. And I love talking to him about this stuff. And he said, well, you just have to, part of doing all this stuff is that you have to accept the consequences. That's what sort of makes you the brave person when you know you're going to say stuff and the consequences are, you always have to accept consequences. And in this case, the consequences are that a lot of people might agree or disagree with you. If they disagree with you, yeah, part of it is accepting those consequences. And you're not, you know, that, that's part of it. And why do I always feel like I have to re-remind people? I'm a goddamn comic. This stance does not make me be less of a comic, like defending. No, I'm just defending that I'm just looking at the big picture, and you have to accept the consequences. Look, yeah, we talked about it before, but I just got off the phone with Kevin, and he said, I told him what I was saying about, you know, that you can say whatever you want, and, you, you know, and you just, people, there is, that is the pain in the ass part sometimes, that everyone will tweet something, but... He goes, yeah, well, this is what Kevin said. There's a lot of people out there before that didn't have microphones like us. That we get to, you know, they, they just can't, whatever, you know. And it's not boo-hoo, well, so what? No, no, but now they do. And they can do other things and have a microphone. And, you know, hey, look, by the way, if the majority of uh, something was bad, meant we got rid of it, well, then there, let's get rid of TV shows, too. Let's get rid of TV shows too. You want to go? You want to go all the way? Let's go all the fucking way. The majority of TV sucks, but the reason we hold it in reverence, if that's the right word, is because there's so many great fucking shows. And speaking of that, fucking Bill Maher and Jerry Seinfeld. What? I mean, you know, look, I'm a big, I, I like Seinfeld. I fucking love Seinfeld, but I'm a big fucking Bill Maher fan. So I'm going to repreface that one more time. I mean, I am a fucking, he has, I, you know, I love him. But I just think in this case that, that they're wrong. And, and why would it be so fucking obnoxious of me to think that I might know something? God knows I've learned shit ton from them. 
And I'm not just fucking saying that. What I mean, Bill Maher, you know, because he's political. Jerry Seinfeld, uh, just like when he gives his opinions on comedy, just cleans it up for me over the years. Just cleans my head. So what, I, you know, it's not crazy. I'll know something. So now those people have microphones. And yeah, again, plus side, we get it. Negative, all right. But look at the big picture. And in closing, <laughs> again, stop thinking that, I know, you know, that, Kids are getting dumber, dumber. Just please. You look like a lunatic, like we said before. Stop it already. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. If you figure it out using some science, like I said, then why uh, do we keep inventing? I get it. We're inventing computers and we're uh, curing diseases. In that area, they're smart. But where they're dumb is that they try to be socially more accepting to everybody, even if they completely don't understand it. They probably know everybody on this planet wants exactly what you fucking want. Exactly. And life can be easy if you then say this. And they fucking deserve it. That was their attitude, too. So in this generation, the, 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 you're, you're gonna, here's how you're going to argue out of this. Well, no, 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 you're right. They're smarter with diseases and they're smarter with, um, you know, curing diseases and, and fixing computers and making computers and inventing computers. But the, the downfall was they're too, they're too socially aware. That's where they're stupid. That's where they're stupid, where they do that too. That's the part. It tips the scale all the way the other way. Come on. Grow up. And you know what? I do say this. I don't think I'm a negative person at all because I would fucking love. You know what I fantasize? I'll admit it. People hearing this and they can't wiggle out of it. God damn it. I would fucking love that. Good night. Guess what? I'm going to add one more thing. They just, because they were in that article. This I say from a place of calm because it, I'm glad I remembered it. <laughs> That they just sort of, for me, became the topic, almost if you could say the poster faces for this whole topic, just because it was the flavor of the month with something just recently happened. It just happened to be Jerry Seinfeld and uh, Bill Maher. Just, uh, but this is, when I, when I talk about that stuff, it, it's much more than just that. Maybe what bothered me about it is because I love and respect them so much. When they start going down that path, God, I guess that's what it is. You know, because it, it re, because I just always held them with such you know high regard that I I lovingly like you know was didn't want to see them go down the wrong path, and then I do think what if I'm fucking wrong and they're dead right? They're just I don't get it. They get it. It's clean in their head, and they hear if they ever heard what I would say, it would be, come on, stop it already. That's not the way it is. I'm right. I know that seems so cocky, but it's like, I know that I'm right. <laughs> so this, this, had not, this wasn't just about them. They just happened to be what we were just talking about. This conversation goes on all the time for the last 15 years. So it's a, just I reference it with friends uh, more than comedy, uh, even off stage. You know, go back home, hear somebody say something, hear somebody's opinion on something, getting a haircut, someone holds up a picture of, you know, something on the front of the magazine and gives their disapproval so you know where the world's at. It's just, but it is obviously on top of that, that that's part of it. Also very specific in, you know, because stand-up comedians, I mean, I, I reference them a lot because that's what I do. But um, 
also, let me tell you something. I get just as fucking excited. Someone else might not get as mad at me when it's wrong. I get just as excited when I see. And by the way, I don't care if comedy covers social issues. Like I said, sometimes it does accidentally. As long as it's I'm fucking silly. But when it happens to be social, I love when I see a comedian being on the right side of history, brilliantly sticking the knife into the wrong to the group that needs it, not the group that, not the group that needs a big hug. You know, when I, and I, when I see comedians do that, I get so excited. Like, I want to stay around the comedy club till they get off stage just to uh, say, you know, to talk about it. Because I have that, I, I spend, I, I fucking admire the fuck out of it. And you see it. And you see it a lot. And uh, it's always really cool. So I might not, I might get upset when I see the opposite, when comedy being used to punch the people that need hugs. But now we take to a whole other conversation. All righty, you know, maybe I went a little long, but better a little long than a little longer. <laughs> Guess what? I came back again. When I say, come on, I'm not wrong, it's because I'm looking at social stats. Not only do we change our behavior sociably, socially, you know, as the years progress, we also look back on it, which is this is a positive thing. And we always, this is, this is the progression of things. The, the group that everybody thought was a little too carried away and a little too much, you look back on it, whoa, they were just right. And I look at a social stat to come to where I'm going to uh, come to my opinion. Uh, I'm not, you know, it's not just me being butting heads. I think I'm right. You think you're right. No, 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 no. I'm looking at social stats, and you don't get to pull yourself out of that social stat. Your great-great-great parents thought your great-great parents were that. Their great-great thought your great-great. Your great parents thought your great. Your parents thought their parents, and then you thought your your parents thought you. You don't get to go, yeah, yeah, that's socially. I see it. You're right. Every time, whatever the young people were fighting for ended up being right, except when it gets to you. You don't get to do that unless somebody that's on looking that knows now can can – Say, oh, that person is of a delusion. No one wants to believe they're delusional, but that's what you're doing. You're going, no, except me, except me, this generation. My generation, what was your generation? Oh, my generation was the one that the young people uh, uh, were wrong and the older people were right. That's the, uh, that's, oh my God, if that came out perfect and if you didn't hear that, you don't want to change. I really do. Whenever I say this shit, I think of like, does someone want to change? If you heard that and you don't, then, oh, I'm, it's over. It almost brings a calm to me in a way like going, oh, there was never fucking any hope of getting that person to change their mind. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I thought like if I spit out, you know, moments of really getting it, moments of, yeah, brilliance and moments of having clarity if I do it, even if I get lost sometimes, but if I just do it a decent amount and once in a while something comes out of my mouth right, that maybe I could change. Oh, no, because it did. You don't get to pull yourself out of that chart. I'm going to say it again because you know what? I fucking do like the way it sounds. So what, what generation were you? Well, before us, all the young people were, were right all the time. And the parents were the old school ones. The parents were the ones that were the sort of, you know, stuck in their ways. And, and, but our generation, okay, go ahead, what is it? Well, we're the ones where the kids were not right and the old people were right. The old people ended up all being more progressive. Sleep on that. You like the way I am? I'm very dramatic now. The last part is the only part anyone needs to hear. Now entering Nerdist.com.
It's about the same length of uh, 50 people have to put their hand on a car, and the last person standing wins it. Like it's not, you expect that type of time. People love it, though. There's always two more. People morons. listen to you after they go, I know the show is five hours long. I love it. I don't care that well, I, no, lost, there's, there's, I lost my job because I was late. <laughs> is that a real thing, the standoffs? You know, Wait. How does that usually end? I mean, it seems like an easy qu- But you know, like when people, what you're saying, when people put their hand to a car or oh, a yeah. house to win it. How, that's got to be 12 or 13 hours, right? The hands. Do they still do that with everyone puts their hands on the car, right? David Blaine? I don't know what that is. That bit is. What? Oh, it's not. I think it's just a contest when somebody. Dates. Will- Oh, days? No, people can't stay up for days. Our executive producer. Well, I don't want to make fun of your friend's mom. All I need her is her calling in the show. Um, listen, I want, I want, I want. Oh, they give you a bath. Well, that takes away the whole thing. Why don't they just lessen it, knock your bathroom breaks, and end that thing in three hours? Is this like a thing? Oh, they give bathroom breaks and let you go home and take a nap in your bed. Well, that's sort of defeating the whole purpose of the fucking. What is that? Yeah. Oh, they let you go home and feed your dog and come back and put your hand back on the car. Whoever can do that the longest. Well, I could do that pretty long. What's the, what's the, uh, the you, challenge? You, you win a car. The last person with oh. their hand on the car wins it. It's like a dance oh. contest. Two who, people... needs to, who needs to Who needs a free themselves? car? I'd rather not have a car. Thank I'd you. walk. I'd rather, take... I'd rather fucking walk and Thank get you. hit by a car and have some dignity. than to stand with four other schmoes. <laughs> right. I agree. 25 hours. Thank you. But you could periscope it probably. Well... Unless, unless it's me and uh, uh, Saul Linowitz. And how about if the person that your last two people, let's be the last two. I don't, I don't like to make anybody ever do a bit they're not comfortable doing. I do any bit. I do, I'll be the. Uh, well, we're the last two people, and you're trying to tell me why I should take my hand off the car because you need it more than am me. Am I a traveling salesman like you told me to be well, before? I, I got to go back to my route. <laughs> no, we're both I really have, need this for my route. We both oh. have our hands. Can we have some background yeah. like restaurant music? Hey, uh, you know noise? what? It sounds like. Uh, We're sir, at the mall. Sir, We're at the mall. We I both have joke. our hand on the car. I have the joke. Put your Perfect. hand on the car. Sir. Okay, yes. we're, both, we're just talking. Yeah, but I got, Matter the, fact, put I got your, a joke that put will your knock mouth your socks up. Put your, move your mic away so it just sounds like we're two guys. Okay. We, we both have yeah. our hand on the car. What am I doing? What am I doing? You're trying to tell me to take it off because you need it. from the 30s? Yes. Just, just shut the fuck up and do it. Take my direction, you idiot. And you, and you, <laughs> why are you sir? crying? Yes. Sir, I'm not taking my hand off the car. Don't ask me. Out of my ass. Because you're gay now. You're gay now. And you don't even want, you want to put your hand up my because that's the, what they do, the gays now. That's their greeting. <laughs> and you want to put your hand up my ass, but you also want the car. It's a mixed bag, and that's the show. And you do that in the Midwest because that's fish out of water. <laughs> but you live in Wisconsin, but you work in South Dakota, and you have to get down there somehow. You hitchhike. But you <laughs> what's wrong? I look like I upset you. No, I'm just bailing. I, the old Don't days, bail. I keep going with the bits. Run, 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 run from the bit. That's what I was doing. Run, 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 run from the bit. Run from the bit. Listen, listen. Here's what I'm gonna do. A while back, me and you used to think it was funny. Uh, when when they there would I don't want to mention names, but the, he would ask for suggestions from the audience, right? And you might think, and I stopped that bit about forty five minutes ago. And the reason I did because the one you used to do to make me laugh, like when we were hanging out, was like ba booby, shma booby, ba booby, dooby booby. 
and Kubi. So I want to yeah. get that music. Can you? Can okay. Did you ever explain what the bit is? The bit is a guy who would say. Oh yeah. He would get three words from the crowd. No, he'd get like nine. Nine words. You want to write them down? Uh, no, you just think. I'll do them by thinking, and then he would ask for a type of music. Right, and they go. So this will be like Motown. Is that what yes, it's gonna be? Motown, right? Okay. All right. I need. I need nine words from the crowd. A dildo. Dildo. What's always, dildo? It was always something like that. No, no. Get, vagina. Vagina. Dildo. Vagina. I have dildo and vagina. What else I have? Does it have to be dirty? Doesn't. Dur- uh, no, it can be clean. Zebra. Zebra. Only Todd dildo, would say. Dildo. We have dildo. Vagina. What was the third one? Zebra. Zebra. Maybe we'll lock it down with one more. Prius. I want Prius. Did you Prius. Brand names are fine. Skin tag. Poo-poo. Ham. Poo-poo. Poo-poo. Ham. Poo-poo. Okay, and ham. Okay, now okay you, here we go. And then he would repeat it. Hey, he what style of music? Okay, no, so. We, go. we got. We have dildo, zebra, vagina, Prius, poo-poo. And ham. And, and what gonna, style of music would you like? Okay, now stop the music. Stop the music. And we'll I go. have country western. The country western would be like rap. What? Okay, rap. I have the blues. <laughs> what are we going to say as an audience? And I have Motown. Uh, Motown. What should we go? What do you want us to do? Just you know, Motown. Because uh, okay. are you doing? Um, what is that? Is that like a Motown? Motown. Motown. Okay. Oh well, I. I was walking, and my mother asked me if I would do something. I said, will do. And then I noticed that in my other hand, I was holding a dildo. And then, well, then I said, I need Allegra. She left on her zebra. Stop. Hey, why don't you, why not, why not your vagina? We, us, Prius. Hey, it's minimalist stuff. Now, when he did it, it killed. Boo-hoo. Boo-boo-boo-boo-boo. Is your name Sam? No, it's Ham. Good night. I made you uncomfortable. No, no, no. You liked where you go. And then I went into the house. <laughs> you can't I, recreate the best. And yes then a mouse. You, fucking, you do it. You recreate it. I know you can. You know, not only was the bit bad when he did it, we made ourselves Don't laugh. say he or she because I don't want people to know who it was. It was uh, Louis C.K. No. Uh, <laughs> it was, um, what, what can I say that nobody would care about? It doesn't I'm matter. Kidding. Insert it there. Uh, I don't remember who it was, but it isn't right to say. How Susan? I do serious interviews. People are shitting okay. in their pants. How Susan? She's doing good. Well, you want to take a break? Yeah. I want to take a break. I'm, I'm going to go to the bathroom. It's 930. We've been here since four. Well, we, we... <laughs> I think we've raised enough Maybe money you... for a break. Jesus Christ. No, Andy. no. You're the king of pacing. <laughs> they say you do that top. You want, you want to listen to a snappy podcast? That goes from point A, has a beginning, middle, and an end. You don't need that. Go to Todd Glass. <laughs> I have a... Well, boom. Have Today a, on the show, boom, boom, boom. Then he goes, oh, let's stay on the table. Oh, give me some reverb. Not even joking around. Thank God we have a safe word, potato salad. Kathy Griffin's calling back. Seriously. Why is that, why is that a safe word? Are we not doing it's a fake sketch? safe word. Get on Hello? the floor, worm. Hello? Hi, Kathy. No, it's Todd. Hi. Okay. <laughs> I have the wrong number. 
Hello. Hello. We'll edit that out. Don't oh, worry. Oh, you're gonna. <laughs> Hello, Kathy. Hello. How do you know it's Kathy? I don't because I have caller ID. Okay. I don't know why I keep asking. Oh, you, you must be psychic. It is Kathy. <laughs> Hi, Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Oh, how are you? Fine. You know, I call by my gays. <laughs> they are my gays. I own them. I pay for them at a uh, at a sex auction. I'm a power top. Okay, that was wrong. That was wrong. Free speech. Free speech. Free speech. And then the guy walked into the bar and he says, show it up your free speech. A Jew, a Mexican, and a dumb woman walk in a free speech. Free speech. Free speech. Hey, free the speech. entire country of Chad, the entire country of a uh, 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 continent of Africa has starved to death. I don't care. What about that free speech? A drunk. A Give him dr- some uh, sense of free speech over there. Uh, a drunk, a, 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 a Polak, free speech, free speech, free speech. Free speech. Uh, the drought has caused everyone in, in California to shrivel up like a raisin and die. Okay, but we have free speech. Free speech. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> the nuclear bombs are dropping in five seconds. That gives me time to say this. Freely. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself, Russia. That feels better. What Boom, do you think of, dead. What do you think of Hitler? What would you say to Hitler if, you, if Hitler was in Hitler, right I don't now? mind the. Uh, I don't mind everything you do. I just don't like the fact that you don't allow him enough free speech. I'm good. I'm good with invading Poland. I'm good with taking with Russia. I never liked France, but you know what I don't like? Limits on our public speech. The fact that I can't say fire in a crowded theater. You Hitler. Wanna... Hey Hitler. Do what you want. Let me say fire in a crowded theater. Deal. Yavul! Yavul, Andy! Yavul! You can't even do Hitler in this bit? Yavul, Andy, what can I do for you? Come in here. Aren't you a Jew? Forget that, Adolf. I got something to tell you, talk to you about. Here's what we're going to do. I got a problem with you, Adolf. It's not the, uh, no, it's not that. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I got to play this. But we're going to take a break. So everybody always says we need to go back to the way we, you, we don't have to listen to this in the room. Lainey Riefenstahl had final cut on her uh, project, Adolf. <laughs> Kathy Griffin. Why don't you let me get a direct? Oh, if I was Lenny Riefenstahl, it would be different, though, right, Adolf? But then it would be different. Oh. Kathy Griffin's on the phone. I'm not even joking. Hello. Kathy, hi. Hi, Todd. Yo, Kathy, I'm in the middle of a podcast. Todd, I hate, I hate gay people, no, so I call them my stop. gays. Oh, well, you're oh, Okay, silly. I went too far. That bit was not authorized. Free speech. That bit, that terrible bit was brought to you by Who Wants Free Speech? Free Speech Initiative. Free Speech. Hey, drop us a note at Free Speech Boulevard, 555 Free Speech Bill. Hey, hi, for $19 a month, you can have a poor person in Argentina speak freely. Speak freely. She will be provided with no food. She's still starving, but she'll be able to complain. For just $19 a month, you can provide enough books... Uh, and other things she can read to distract herself from the fact she has no food. Bring free speech to a starving person. Oh, God. By the way. Um, oh, too uh, tired for, for, Eric, oh, too tired for free speech? Eric, Eric on drums. Uh, give him a nice round of applause. And then Ian on guitar. Really doing some great bawangs. Yeah. And there's a great market for them to do this after your show <laughs> goes south. Oh yes, well I did. Uh, I did quick stings. I did. Uh, oh, I never. My specialty was just uh, my rim shots. And I also had. 
Oh yeah, I was. I played for the talk, the now defunct talk last show. I think you'll remember this one. That was my signature. My big signature was soft, soft organ music in the background that barely no one could hear. Yeah. Seriously, that's how my signature sounded. Here's what we're gonna do. That was my we're, signature. We're gonna take a break. But I, 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 everybody always says we should go back to the way it used to no be. No one says anything to you. Why do you say everybody says? You have one friend. He's out of town. Who's telling you things? You haven't looked at an email since last your voice. Everybody tells you. Andy, I love you. God you mean most of the voices in your head? Boom. He's out. He's out on the floor. Free speech. We'll be back after these messages with more free speech. Fuck you. Fuck you, ass, asshole. You don't like it? Well, maybe you'll like this. Free speech. Back after these messages with Bowser doing ba 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 Free speech. A free speech. Somebody. Adam. Oh, God damn it, Andy. Uh, everything you do is great. Okay, but listen. Stop the backhanded compliments and just fucking punch me. Kathy Griffin's on the phone. I'm not even joking around. I'm Hi, sorry. Todd. Todd. Kathy, what's I up? call people. Kathy, what's up? Todd, can you stop the phone from ringing? Why don't you get a phone from 1934 and then work your way up? What's I have two up? words for you. What? Graham Bell. What did you call for, though? Oh, okay. Uh, I don't... You believe in free speech, right? <laughs> so I should have the right to call someone my gays. All right, I don't want to talk about free this speech. with you anymore. Yeah, you'd say it. I didn't Why say not to say Why do you keep doing getting me back on this... Fu- Why do you keep getting me back on the stupid phone? What are you talking about? You call in... Is this why you never were hired for a sketch group? What, why? Is this why you didn't get to Fridays? <laughs> Is this why your in living color sizzle reel was rejected? Is this why your audition for Mad TV had you saying, I'm insane, that's it, hire me, Todd Glass. I was in a coma. Oh, ideas? Me in a coma. And then also me in a coma. Oh, I'm a guy who comments on himself. Do you have any openings? <laughs> Do you have any openings? Hi, it's Todd Glass. Leave a message and uh, please include uh, what you're going to give me. And how, also tell me how little I will effort it will involve on my part. I'm hoping it's none. Take care. All right, it's true. I don't want to do anything. Listen. So uh, I'm a big believer. People go, music used to be better back then. Which, by the way, I'm, I'm serious. You probably have so you can. Well, you don't have the layers I have. I have more layers. I'm not just trying to be a jerk or anything, but I have a lot of layers. Um, How so come they didn't play it then. I thought the same thing. Don't you have a producer? Well, I have layers. Why aren't you mixing? Why aren't you? Uh, why aren't you? If I say I need a cuckoo clock, <laughs> I should be hearing cuckoo. Because I know why. Cuckoo, I'm going to even give Jake credit because if he doesn't, if he plays that, I'll never fucking stop. And it's time to take a break. Don't you ever want to be a morning zoo guy, no, or you don't? Oh, you don't have your. Dreams? I am not a morning zoo. You shut his mic off. I have a serious show. Bells and whistles hey. are a fucking bonus. Why call cook? Why call cook? What's that? Yeah, I'm not even allowed to speak. Oh. <laughs> 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 Fuck you, Jews. Fuck you, Latinos. Fuck off, women and men. You're all fucked up. Hey, watch your mouth. Don't talk like that. There's not one intelligent Greek person in the world. Free speech. Free speech. No, you tell, you show You know what? The Polish people should still be made fun of. Free speech. Can you believe in our lifetime people used to make Polish jokes in their act? Yes. It's so sad. I know. 
And two, they were mostly, two Polacks walked into a bar. Really? Yeah. And, well, you mean, uh, you mean uh, the World War II didn't bother you? And that was your big thing? Well, that was. The, the, I didn't get affected by that as much. Bad comedy is in my, you know, it gets near me. Were you in the, in the rock group Bad Comedy? They were not just <laughs> Bad Company. So, so. <laughs> that worked. Now, that worked. Everything he now, does that worked. That worked. Everything he does works. I, he, I know about the lower register things. No. He, but I like that bling bling up high. Bling he bling. Knows, he knows. Give me a little harmonic sting at the end. I think you'll find that you're wrong. Send me back to phase shifter nine in sector seven. <laughs> I have an idea. <laughs> what are I'm, you talking about? You're going to heaven now, Todd. Give me a, I like the twangs, the hard twangs. I like a hard two twang. Too gay. Now, oh you're, too, now you're too gay. What, what, happened to, what happened to my meatball sandwich? I mean, there's gay and there's exceedingly gay. All right, let's not, let's not get crazy. I'm still, uh, you know, I'm still. I mean, you're, uh, I get that you're gay. Are you going for the record? <laughs> yeah, gay is one thing. Paul Lind on a on a on a helium. <laughs> is that? You, you think that's true? I'm talking about frisbee. You think that's? You think that's true that Paul Lind was at a party and he said it smells like pussy in here? I think. I think he did. I think he did. I bet he did. Why are you putting him down? Because you I'm not. I love Paul Lind. You you wish you were at his level. <laughs> no, I wish I. Was. You built your own Hollywood Square. I know this for a fact. You'd sit in the Hollywood Square that you built in your, in your playroom when you were a kid, and you go, I will go to the cabana. I will. What does that mean? Nah. What you just said? I was doing a Paul Lind. But I will go to the cabana. Nah. What does that mean? No, it's actually Mike Rowe, my friend Mike Rowe, not the Dirty Jobs guy. The actual Yeah, Mike I know. Rowe. Mike Rowe. Yeah, he would do the, uh, the cabana. That'd be kind of his. Look, so people oh, say- I'm sorry. I'm not Fred Travelina. He's dead. Or, or Rich Little could be. But, or... People say that music... I tell good. James Adomi, why don't you listen to a Rich Little album and get what the real classic sounds like? <laughs> Nobody wants to hear you do me. I do me. I tell him in a different voice. I tell him in someone else's voice. You know, people say the 60s music, the music was better in the 60s, but someone put me... And, and we're going to play... We're going to take a break to this. So I always said, yeah, music might have been better then, but I think most people that say music was better back then are just out of touch. They're not out seeing new music. I would imagine there's still great new music if you're out on the scene. You can't be like one of those guys that would go see comedy. You know, like... Uh, t- uh, 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 what's the guy with the first Tonight Show? Steve Allen. I feel horrible talking ill about Dead, but I'm not. I'm not defying his body of work. He was annoying. He was annoying as he got older, he was out of touch with comedy. He probably watched what he saw on TV. I'm done grieving about him. And from, <laughs> and from that, he decided... <laughs> Yeah, he. I he miss him. That I see how someone could miss him. Comedy. He decided comedy was in a bad place. <laughs> I don't even care. I don't care how long it takes me. To I get came out. for the comedy. I stayed for the mystery novels <laughs> with his wife. So Steve Allen used to say, "Oh, comedy's horrible." He never said that. Yes, he did. Oh, sorry. He, the new comedians, the new comedians. Oh, yeah. But he didn't have an honest pulse. It's the same thing people say about music. Are, are you out checking out new music? Because you know, music is. Still, there's probably still great music. But even if, even if underlined a hundred times, people go, "We need to go back." Music was better back then. But guess what? They were all singing about how they wanted to go forward and change. So even if you want to go back to then to the musicians you like, the musicians that you say you want to go back to enjoy, they were singing. To get out of that period. So this person put a medley together of all these songs that says, why do we want to go back to a time where they were singing that we need to go forward? We'll be back right after this, assholes. Okay, 
gonna feel real good Gonna make a difference Gonna make it right Blanket blingo. All right, let's come back in with. <laughs> well, I had to sit here for an hour. I had to sit here for an hour sn- in a snivel position. But I didn't know I'm you sniveling at I, you. I didn't know your chair was that low before. Why don't you adjust? You, oh, everything. Oh, don't put your uh, handkerchief on the uh, table. Who has oh, the Andy, don't put your portable toothbrush there. Oh, Andy, remove your uh, Epsom salts. <laughs> Doesn't look good on camera for the four people from Periscope. Who won't so, come back. Did you notice they had a, a tissue? <laughs> oh, we're on Periscope now? Yeah. Well, then people are going to love this bit. Now, if I play it through the house, the audience will hear, right? Mm-hmm. What's the matter with you, Andy, huh? I think I'm okay. Hey, what's the matter with you? Got no problem. Yes. Now, let the song breathe. With the best boys. Listen to the words. Hey! Hey! You got it! Now, read this out. Do 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 do. 
The band knows the song. Wow. I think they did it nice. But they didn't know to do what. Hey, you. Stop it with the talking. That's what you said. The original version was not Shut Up Your Face. No. How did it go again? <laughs> Well, first of all, it was even more freeform than that version. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you see in that version where the... Why are they stop? Why, why are we stopping? Bum, ba, dum, ba, dum. I mean... Do, 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 do. Don't you remember what I said? Kind of those kind of lyrics that you don't listen to. Oh, you, stop. Shut up. I'll punch you in the face. Woo! What's the matter with you? Hey. You, why you talk so much? Would it kill you once in a while to shut up and be quiet? That's what that but was. you... No. You mean, oh, you mean the original version? The original version. Oh, no talking from you. It was no talking from you. Why you gotta talk? I you told always... you not to talk. Now neither of us are talking. Oh, no, no, no. See, you know what's good about this show? I... Why do you... You know what your problem is? You're, you can't let nostalgia go. You have your Shine On Out albums at home. You go out, you go, you eat at Cafe 50s. You eat at Ed Debevix four times a week. When I first moved out here, I went to Ed Debevix. I was 23, and all I wanted to do was bring my friends back from Philly, like when they would come visit me and take them to Ed Debevix. This is, (laughs) look, this is what we do here. We got theme restaurants. And they were so, what theme was it? Well, that's a good question. So Ed DeBevix, by the way, not my most theme restaurants it's are a good be- question. It's it's a normal question. It's not exactly going to win uh, win the spelling bee award. Well, then why didn't anybody just think it was? It's necessary? a good question. It that's is? your way of placating. Oh, maybe this guy will like what I say because I'll compliment his question. Well, I'm going to make you feel horrible. But what you just—that's <laughs> what it is. When you why are you it. so touchy? Why, why are you so, so grouchy? Touchy? Why are you so this? Why are you so that? Stop saying anything. That was a version too. Stop saying anything. When you come over my house, hey, you seem to hey. talk a lot. You can't Would, stop talking. Would it kill you once in a while to ease it up in the talking a little? That was hey. a horrible version. No, but you see, here's the thing. You're measuring yourself against previous comedy. For people like us, that's a losing game. Let me let me let me finish here. So Ed DeBevix. I'm sorry. Oh, the re- no, no, you don't have to be sorry. Take that out. <laughs> I'm saying the whole appearance by me. We even do open. I will. Th- I refuse to allow you to show my footage. A, a lot. <laughs> a lot of times I say edit it out on the show or to George Carlin. So we have like a new opening to the show, which we're going to prevail it here in the middle. So like I want this to play every show. I think I sent it to you. This right here. Welcome new listeners to the Talk Last Show. Before we get going with here's some stuff you should know. To tell if it's a bit or the truth from Todd. If he says potato salad or swear to God. Those expressions are comedic little darling. If Todd means the truth, he always says to George Carlin. And on the topic of bits, let's erase any doubt. Todd's almost always shows. When he says, edit it out The intro goes long Cause Todd's so big hearted Other podcasts end before his Get started You know the Podcasters Association Voted the Todd Glass Show Number one So
God damn it. These guys are good. And you had you were so worried. Well, the fact that they can continue to be rhythmic with you making some kind of weird gesture to them. <laughs> like a drunk like I a know. drunk and they conductor. It out. Like the conductor but can, without conducting information. Can, can I tell you something though? Maybe I if I lunge at them. I, maybe if I lunge at them with a controlling face. First I'll, of all, I'll bring this home. Guess what though? Here's I get what you're saying, and you're right. I know know how to communicate musically, but guess what? They fucking get it every time. They right. I reckon Ethan, they fucking get it. Like when they knew it meant just bring it home. The show should be called No Thanks to Todd. <laughs> By the way, I've never wanted to change the name of my show more than that. <laughs> Ladies and no, gentlemen, another back. great a- episode of the show. <laughs> no, no thanks, thanks to, to Todd. <laughs> but listen, listen, I, I, I'm not going to give up on you. <laughs> we have great guests here next week. No thanks to Todd. People, <laughs> people generally do not want to return. They come the first time, but once they made the mistake of scheduling something the following morning, listen. and they were still in the studio. Hold on. You? you know, people are digging my. You're jealous because people are digging my <laughs> kind of like J- Lenny Bruce style. Oh, I like it when you do. I am two seconds away from scat singing and three seconds away from having a nervous breakdown. <laughs> so we got six seconds. I went for the classic <laughs> nervous breakdown closer, which fits my Jewish personality. Wow. <laughs> Why are you remember look, what, yeah. what, no, what, what, what were you going to pick on me? It was something weak. I just want to go weak. Why, just have... your general aging. <laughs> <laughs> look, Todd, this is our, this is our decade. Right, just the mid sixties to the new late fifties. <laughs> you could be the da, the dad, the new, the new fifties, the new 30, the new thirties, the, the new, new 15, 50. the new 15 is the new 10. The new 10 is the new five. The new five is the new two and a half. The new two and a half is the new one and a half. The new one and a half is the half of a half. The new half. And then the half of that is 5%. And the new 5% is one, two percent and a half percent. And then the half of that is the one percent. Unbelievable. I, I, I didn't it. know. I didn't know, except for all the words, how you would wind that one up. Well, I used to, I stole that from my act. I, except for everything that was predictable. Except that everything that was the only thing that wasn't predictable, Todd, was how long it would go on. I, one, Boom. Here's the way I do it. Boom. The, the new, the new fifties, the new thirty, the new thirties, the new fifteen, the new fifteens, the new seven and a half, the new seven and a half is the new three, the new three year old is the one and a half year old, the new one and a half year old is the, now the six month old, the new six month old is the three month old, the new three month old is a one and a half month old, the new one and a half month old is a month old, the month old is two weeks old, but the new two weeks is now one week, and the new one week is now three days, and the three days is a day and a half, and the day and a half is just a half a day. Boom. That's a good close. That's the way you fucking take nothing and you freshen it up. That's unbelievable. Huh? You, you really did. You had for so you, much, you I was like, always better than you. Can I tell you the truth? No. And I'll tell you why. It, because you always had funny things to say and you said them funny. I had nothing to say and I said it funny. It's harder to do what I do. Listen here, Kindler. I've told you this. I've told you this. All right. I don't want you to think we plan any of this. stop that? You, you first, I get nervous first time for you. you've been on a roll. Show. First time you've been on a roll. One by the Podcasters Association of America. That sounds terrible. We have a pussy festival. You should lose that. It sounds like you. Why don't you say uh, Radio uh, Digest? Why don't you say uh, ha- uh, CB Radio Digest voted you? Hey, 
ladies. Any of you want to fuck Jake Adams? The Todd Glass Show, a real fuck festival. I don't think that's funny <laughs> to see though. That's not. The oh, type you of liked comedy. it? I like. No, it. I don't like that kind of comedy. Me but, neither. It's but, cheap, right? But that was so. That was. Don't like, let me agree with you. Whatever I say, you don't want me to be able. To I am get. not your fucking. Uh, yes, you uh, are. I'm not your Bud Abbott. Yes, you are. Right? Yes, you. Why don't you get? You listen. I know you listen up, fuckface. You have 12 up, people Kimmer. here already in the studio up, who are doing your bidding. <laughs> You're mean. With the marriage. Yeah. And, and you, have, you have storyboards you draw out of how people should act. You, you insist on uh, fitting them for marionette strings at the audition. Uh, come here. I'm going to put the marionette harness on you. So when I get back, controlling you will be easy. Andy. I will control you. Not like a puppet. Like a marionette puppet. <laughs> Oh my I know God. what. Look. What do you want? <laughs> what? what? Oh, and we'll be back with two men who are scared of silence. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of my new show. Right after. That's a great no idea. No thanks to Todd. Andy, can I say something? I don't mean to get too maudlin, but I do want to say this. Why are you gesturing to people? Well, because. You're stopping you. Like someone's stopping you. Reverb, Why don't you please. just bring your own reverb? When you walk through the store. If you had your own reverb, you wouldn't have to be spending half your day asking for reverb. Or you bring, you run a wire. You run a wire over to where you're sitting with a little knob. Or, or a, big, a is, big sign that says less reverb, more reverb. The thing is, I reverb. do have it, but I always forget to press it. But well, look, watch. Yeah. Watch. Well, no, hello. 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 It's much better that you ask for it. It's it's hello. When you walk. Hold on. Okay, play, play the song again. I think we need this. Here we go. Oh, for the song? Yeah, this is for you. Oh, okay. Whatever you do, do the song. When you walk. What? Through a storm. Start on the beat. Hold your head up. What? Take it from the top. Two. I want you to sing. Do you know the song? Do I know it? Play it from the beginning. I, I slept with Jerry Lewis for the last five years. <laughs> now, what is he? Pause it, because I didn't. Okay. I want to be a good interviewer. Do you, is this true? Yes, I sleep. No, I'm, no, you. I'm honest? dating him. I'm dating. Him. Oh, just because I'm sleeping with eight men now, I'm gay. Oh, I'm the bad guy. Oh, just because I've been a bad person in my life, I'm the bad guy. Just because I've been terrible. Oh, I've done terrible, awful, unforgivable things. Now I'm terrible. And now all of a sudden I'm bad. Oh, I'm wrong. I've been wrong. I'm wrong always. <laughs> causing, in, in some cases, causing death. And now I'm the guy who's wrong. I'm the guy who can't get it right. I involved with seven hit. I'm, I'm involved with seven hit and runs. And now I'm the guy who leaves the scene of an accident. All of a sudden, I'm that guy. You bake one. You bake one cake. You're not a baker, but you run from one hit and run accident. You're a fugitive. <laughs> what do I want to? What do I want to hit and stay? I mean, seriously, folks. Seriously, folks. I uh, I I care for my fellow person. Let's not get me wrong, but uh, if the choice is to hit and uh, hang around and get in trouble, or to hit, hit and hightail it out of town, boom, I'm gone. Boom. I'm out of there. Free speech. Free speech. It is not a pro hit and run joke. Free speech. I say these things because I mean. You know the song? 
Yeah. Go ahead. Andy Kim. Okay, thank you. Thank you. And time. Oh. No, this is so, N-U walk. Uh, okay. You when, you, it, when, when you walk. When you walk through the storm. Keep your head up. Hi. I, I don't want to do this bit. There, it's, it's not a bit. Oh, what is it? Because you don't know that I can do the song. Have I done it previously? <laughs> I never. Is there heard a record you. of me on is, tape? Pause this for one second. Shut the music off. I need is, reverb. Is there a song you would want to do? Sure. You pick one. I will do. Um, you pick us. I mean, you know, come on, a classic that everyone enjoys. Uh, what's uh, the song we would all be able to sing along to in here? The band could join in. Uh, a Beatles song. Uh, something we Elvis would all know. Uh, 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 Elvis Al- Costello. Uh, um, Anything you want. What do you want? What do you want? These guys, the, you, look, you think they just sit there. Right. But these guys are top notch. I have the best guy. You want something, we take a deep breath, and then guess what the crowd hears? It. So, so you go, Is this oh. your jazz guy? What is this here? <laughs> no, but what's the voice you're doing? Can I tell you something? Hey, man. Like, between me hey, man, you want to hear some tunes? Let me tell you something. Oh, it's Wolf Band. It's Wolf Band time. I remember the night that me and Andy Kimmel. It does make it sound better, doesn't it? I like it? that. I like if that. I went... And we were working at the Dallas Improv. By the way, this story that I'm going to tell in that voice is true, but it makes it so much better in this voice if we were jazz musicians and we were talking about our past. But this is the honest past. I'm just changing the guys telling it. I am. Well, I remember I was working at a, at a, a jazz club, and uh, they said, you got to meet this cat, Andy Kinley. <laughs> and after the show, the Oh, my God. With unbelievable. Ma- unbelievable tech You're right problems. in the middle of your, you're about to deliver. Oh, the worst prejudice no, in the world? No, you were on fire. And then, you boom, so? audio problem. Well, he's just. <laughs> I mean, what, what are we, running a, uh, what is this, a charity foundation? Yeah, right. Everyone's fired. Get the fuck out of here. It's like a pull Hit a the Paul, bricks, Ben. Pull a Paul Anka. Well, yeah, by the without way, your paycheck, your non-paychecks. Seriously, in- interns. just out of curiosity, I, which, by the way, it's fine. I don't care what, what did happen, because I heard it cut out. No, then I heard you cut out or something. Yeah. I was trying to switch your pedal. Man. Oh, to give you the voice. Man. I understand. Everything's I, you know, good. I don't think we can overcome that kind of a Shut tragedy. <laughs> um, listen, so what's the song? And then we're going to take a deep oh, breath, uh, and then they're going to hear it. Let's think of one. It's okay. Uh, I'll do... Um, Are you okay? Are you having fun? I am, man, but now you've asked me to think of a song. Are you going to turn that around for him? I can, yeah. Yeah. Why, we have lyrics? Yeah. Oh, love lyrics. We're a real show, idiot. Hey, fuck you. Fuck your mama. Hey, fuck you, asshole. Fuck you. Free speech. Okay. If you don't like Wait. it. Shh. Fuck you. You Fuck you. Free speech. I like to do my no one-man show called Free Speech. Fuck you. Fuck you. You know, seriously. No, Andy, fuck you, Free go Speech. fuck yourself, Kindler. Free speech. Free speech. No, I'm just saying I free speech. You feel bad about what I said? That's what I was going for. <laughs> free speech. I'm sorry, I'm, uh, my opinions are not based on truth. Free speech. I hate another group entirely, and that's my and, and I want to feel good about it. And that's my right. Free speech. Yeah, free speech. I, 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 I spread misinformation through my comedy and claim it's fine, it's just comedy, and I, I, I could use my power of comedy to do good things, but instead I perpetuate gross stereotypes. Free speech. Free speech. Free speech. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, free speech. I punch people that are already being punched through my jokes. Free speech. Uh, what I do. What do you do? What I do oh, is, I like that you take a pause there. What I do. I say, <laughs> I don't, I pick, a, I pick a race, a group I don't, li- I don't like, and then I try to find statistics to back up my hate. Free, free speech. Free speech. 
hey, they why aren't, if, if what I'm saying is wrong, how come eight out of nine people in jail are, are, are South Korean? Every one of them is South Korean. Hey, if I'm wrong, why do every four out of five South Koreans uh, rob a convenience store by age four, if I'm wrong? Free speech. If I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, why are a majority of Cambodians involved in check hiding? <laughs> check what? I don't like Cambodians. Oh, I'm wrong? <laughs> what if I told you that they are, by and large, disgusting people? Free speech. Free speech. You people don't care. You don't get it. More important, you don't get it, uh, state that was just hit by a tornado. Can I, tell I you need to be able to refer to Jesus as a douchebag. <laughs> Free speech. That one I that one I'll give that you. That one I like. Now that one I like. That one I like. Hey Jesus. <laughs> the new one man in your face, one man show from Andy Kindler. Hey Jesus, you're a douchebag. Hey Jesus. Brought to you by Free Speech. Hey. Jesus can suck my dick. Free speech. Boom. Free speech. Free speech. Mother Mary, not a fan. Boom. <laughs> Is that her name? Mother Mary. I, I'm doing it from a Let It Be. Listen. Mother Mary. No, hey, tell me, Paul McCartney, when did you wake up and someone named Mother Mary was calling to you? <laughs> maybe uh, maybe you took too many Ambien. Boom. I'm the guy that does uh, jokes about very old songs. Hey, hey, look, I don't care that it's a house, and I don't care that it's in New Orleans. Wrap it up. Three dog night. Someone left the cake out in the rain. I don't think I'll ever have this recipe again. I'll get a new cake. I don't need the cake in the rain. <laughs> Look, you know what? I don't even like cake. Let, <laughs> let alone rain. Look, I'll take the rain. You take the cake. I, hey, look. I don't care if you can't eat your cake and eat it, too. Yep. You're, you're annoying me. Free speech. <laughs> Hey, Moroccan people, I'm on to you. Get a grip. I'm on to you, you fuck faces. Hey, Moroccans, we're on to you, fuck faces. Free speech. Free speech. Hey. Hey, Moroccans, we're one step ahead of you. Hey, Jordanians, more like Michael Jordanians, you douchebag. You douchebags on ice. Hey. Free speech. <laughs> Haiti, Haiti, I hate you more. Free speech. I hate no, you no, more. No one ever said your jokes had to be good. Oh, I know you had a tra- Oh, I didn't oh know I'm sorry, comedy. Haiti. You had some tragedies. Boo-hoo. Free speech. <laughs> Listen. Oh, my dear Lordy. Oh, Jesus. Brought to you by These Things Must Be Said. <laughs> hey, let me... LLC. Can I ask you a question? Hey, these How- things must be said. Oh, and no, I don't know if I'm in the mood to do that. You're the, ho- s- you're the host. Who better than you I have to a, ask me a question? I have a silly dance song, but I don't know if I'm in the mood. Maybe we'll close with it. Why don't you uh, continue to undersell bits? You know, <laughs> <laughs> what is, what, you know what, you know what, Andy? Sometimes you cross the line. Sometimes you cross. Look at me. Into, en- into being entertaining. <laughs> Why can't this be on television? Because I won't let it. <laughs> now, listen. Um, listen, do you, did you really... Because there's nothing to be gained by seeing you. Did you really like this one? Your voice is... Your voice... It's not unusual that Todd has more depth than everyone else. What happened there? It's not unusual that his guests don't have as much... 
Jake loves these. <laughs> My favorite thing is, and I remind the listeners, because I know Jake might be a little paranoid, is to tell him to play something and then go, all right, already, and make it look like he wants <laughs> to play it. And maybe there's a new listener going, you know, I like the Todd Glass show, but to be honest, they play too many jingles, and that's not Todd, because Todd is always telling him not to play them. That's the dumbest listener in the world. So when I saw Jake Adams at the comedy thing, I went up to him, and I said, stop playing the... There could be a guy like that. That's what why I always saying? over-preface we're, it. We're, we're, I know that... Andy, I just tricked you, and you're on my new show. Say things that don't make sense ah! and see if people figure it out. <laughs> you Asshole. got me. You got me. I got you good, you pile of shit. Uh, listen, here's what I want to tell you. Number one, it's always good to see what, you. Here's what you do. When do you do this better than anybody in the business? You get focus, mm-hmm. and then you do nothing. You well. do that better than anybody in the business. <laughs> you get everybody's on the edge of their seat, boom, let down. I <laughs> Builds up ant- anticipation, boom. Hey, I'm going to listen to this Todd Glass thing for three more hours, and if I don't hear a payoff, I'm going to think of maybe taking a shower. Okay, I got one for you. On the, week, on the show last week, Liza... Eliza, Skinner, and Troy, we were making fun of, like, it's hard to come up with names and bits. And it's true. That's why from Fletch, that I think that made me laugh so hard because that happens. In re- you know, whenever you're trying to think of a fake name, someone goes, who was it? You go, John Biederman. I can't use that name anymore. I've had right. my whole life to think of new fucking names. Or something comes out like John Cook, Tosin, like in I, don't, I don't do sketches. I have a life to live. I have a career to manage. Don't worry. Don't worry it's not a I sketch. don't have to. Uh, it's, it's not I'm a not sketch. with you guys on a camping trip uh, <laughs> looking for a, a, a Mr. Green Jeans. Did you think I was setting up a sketch? Well, I'm little jo- hey, so I ended up with, I, I called myself Little John. Good night. What, how are you going to end this bit? How are you going to end this I'm telling you. About all the good names we're taking. We're going to, no, no, we're going to, we, we're just going to have to make up fake names. Hey, how you doing? We keep introducing ourselves to each other and you have to come up with fake names. It could be friends' oh, okay. names. I'll see, do it. See, asshole, you I'll didn't know where first, I was going. I'll take the first round. You thought I was going to, and I say asshole affectionately, but uh, you thought I was going to make us do some sketch. These are better than sketches because you take an isolated thing that's funny and you just milk the fuck out you of it. You take Rickles one step further. You apologize while you're actually doing Thank the you. slam. Thank you. Thank yes. you. Don Rickles is I great. I was wrong about that. Let me this is you putting is someone down. absolute comedy legend. Uh, he will be performing at Table Mountain Casino in Fremont, California on October 26th. Here he is, Mr. Warmth himself, Don yeah. Rickles, everybody. Let it breathe for four minutes. I think it will be a nice treat for us. It's good. You all right? You're jealous that I host a real show. We'll talk about it off the air. Kindler, you're dead to me. Hey, Kindler, you're dead to me. I swear to fucking God, I'm not afraid to say it. Listen to this Rickles clip, and then I'm going to punch you in your fucking head. (laughs) He's laughing. I love he gets a big round of applause. So awesome. It's so beautiful. Embraced by. Easy. Oh, oh. I thought it was the old German. Right? No, it's not. Don, 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 how are you? How are you, Dave, 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 Dave? Good. 84. Good to see you. Good Welcome. to see you, Dave. You look better than 82. ever. God bless you. And it's always, always so. a great treat to come back here to New York mm-hmm. to your show, Thank which you. is fighting and fighting to stay alive. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, 
Well, we, we appreciate your support, certainly. You know what's really getting to me? It's getting on my nerves. Mm. That little, little Canadian bald-headed <laughs> Danny Warbucks. Wait a second. Oh, what? what are you talking about? You got a book. All of a sudden, okay. you're promoting the book. Yeah. David Ritz, we had the same writer. The same writer. Oh, Don Rickles comes out like just... Why do you cut him off? Just oh, I didn't know if you were... You know, you get paranoid. It's like playing a... <laughs> Okay, keep playing it. Keep playing it. Never stop, no matter what the fuck he says. I'll teach him a lesson. I'm playing the whole Rickles clip, okay? Now you fucking did it. But it's only going to be here for a night, not a weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now you said it. Well, anyway. So what do you want me to say it again? No, 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 weekend. Weekend. But I I bet the audience loved having you there. No, they hated it. Of course they loved it. What's the matter with you, Dave? Of course they You got the job. I try to remember know. what the hell you're doing. To relax a little bit. Uh, maybe Look at I the cards. Dave gets funny. All right. <laughs> boy, oh, boy. Right there. Right now, there. Here's, here's something I'm uh, proud to be able to tell the, the folks, uh, that you have signed your 51st year as a headliner in Las Vegas, Nevada. 51 consecutive years. How about that, ladies and gentlemen? 50 foot, 51 years. Everything was great till the cymbal crash came. Uh, <laughs> that went out in 1927 when Jack Carter was rolling. Or Jack Carter was rolling. That's an inside show business joke. Yeah. Oh, That's why you people don't have to laugh because okay. you're all from Milwaukee and line. Move up, Al. <laughs> <laughs> now, Don, <laughs> give us... Give us an idea how Las Vegas has changed in 51 well, years. you know, in my day, it, well, my day, when I first started out, it was a lot of sand, and a lot of guys that talked like, uh, hey, Frank, what do you want to do later? Yeah. <laughs> and these guys went to college. Uh-huh. Yeah, anyway, uh, <laughs> and they all sat around smelling their guns. And, uh... <laughs> Smelling their guns. That's right. Smelling their guns. I That's heard. it. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, smelling the guys. There was a lot of wise guys. And then, mm-hmm. you know, everybody was Vito Bumbum, Charlie Barbarano, you know. Yeah. But it was great because if you wanted a cup of coffee. Today, if you want coffee or eggs, you got to go, boom, four stamps, three vice presidents, two secretaries right. before you get anything. Sure. In those days, they went, hey, give the kid whatever he wants and then grab his daughter and twist her arm. <laughs> <laughs> but, Oh, my God. Grab his daughter and twist your arm. It's like he didn't know what he was saying. Yeah, they were nice, but also they would do people. That's why when people, oh, it used to be great back then when the mafia ran Vegas. I bet it was if you were. Yeah. Well, I was going to m- make fun of that. More organized crime is what we need. Right. That's what I mean. You can't glorify it, right? So that's what I was I thinking. Would, I would. I don't want to get hurt. I'm not sleeping with the cement hey, sh- shoes. Thank you. Just, do you think there really ever were cement shoes? I'm sure there were, right? I, that's my, I do a whole cement shoe bit. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. Why, you know, why do they call them cement shoes? Why? Because they're made of cement and they sink. <laughs> why do they call them what they really are? Death monuments. <laughs> they are. <Yeah. laughs> death, they represent death. Why don't they say what they're really doing? Mur- murdering you. Yeah, here. Why, mur- mur- why, murdering why don't you put you? on these murder shoes? Yeah. You're dead. How You're about dead. this? 
Why are they, why are they saying, simpler. what do they call them? Cements. What do they call I them? I got a simpler way of saying it. You're dead. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, why do they have to make, we're Who killing you. Who cares about your shoes? Yeah, why they have, why, if they're going to kill somebody, what do they call them again so I can do the bit? Cement shoes, right? Yeah. Why do you yeah. keep forgetting it? Because I have a problem, Andy, and I didn't want to tell you on oh, the air. I, and I didn't want to tell you that I had the same problem, and that's why <laughs> I'm doing the guy who disagrees <laughs> or points it out, because just like in the Nazi propaganda film, somebody has to play the Jew. Look, I'm the guy who does inappropriate Hitler jokes. Boom. Free speech. Free speech. Free speech. Free speech. I do. Free speech. I do, Free, speech. I do, Free, speech. I do, Free speech. I do jokes with punchlines like, and that you call that a genocide? Boom. Free speech. I don't know. I'm afraid to throw anything at you. Because you know you're going to make fun of me. Because I'm a master of what I do. I'm like the kung. <laughs> I'm like the, the kung fu. I'm like the kung. I, I'm the Bruce Willis of uh, Bruce. I'm like a Bruce Lee. I'm what happens if Bruce Lee and Bruce Willis had a kid. I would be Lee. Would you do sports radio? I I have. I will. Is I, that true? I, no. I, no. Tonight, <laughs> tonight, the Razorbacks of Arkansas and the Ducks and the Ducks. It is. Tuesday night football, college, welcome to this, welcome, this is Howard Cosell, this is Howard Cosell, tonight I'm at Razorback Stadium in the Hava 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 you have the, it looks like you, did you pay for discount musical stings? <laughs> Did you buy these from Fly By Night sound effects? You don't think they sound good? Oh, no, they sound great. Everything no, t- sounds like it came out of a wax whistle. No, let me... How much does it cost to put a wax whistle in the studio? Play it again. I want well, to hear what he's... Are those Sennheiser mics? Play it again. Move I want to hear what he's talking about. Move the wax whistle closer. How about this? Governor of my podcast. You have to stop with the Frankenstein's monster. Stop conducting like Frankenstein's monster. Andy. You can't go. (laughs) They're in a rhythm. The band's in a rhythm. And you come out. All of a sudden, someone's coming at them. Fellas, bring it home as I fall on you. All right, listen, I got a show to do. I don't have time for bells and whistles. Um, here's you, what I, you did all that for a wordplay joke? I get nervous in bits, and I just get out. <laughs> you didn't get out of it. You extended it 40 minutes. And then you say, hey, talk about your three. Uh, Are three, you four. jealous, Andy Kindler? I am jealous, Todd Glass. Are you jealous that I can sing and that I have a band to play for me? That's it. I got tired of that bit. I get tired of bits. Maybe I, maybe I am resentful, but so far I don't feel it. Not with what you've got going on. What do you think? Oh, I wish I was in a car dealership uh, for four nights, uh, for four hours on a, on a Tuesday night, crying. It's a, I don't know if I. If it's a po- it's Wait a, a second. Who if was it's a podcaster? A, a cry, it's a cry for help, people. And this guy knows what I'm saying. So you think doing a podcast is a cry for help? I mean, where's the? Where do you go from here? Uh, a big, a taller building. 
Seriously, where do you so go? So there's from nowhere else to go. So you have to just go to a tall doing, doing this in, in a larger room and there's more distance between you and the, the, your loved ones in your life? I mean, seriously. Hey, whatever you want. You want to add a studio audience to it? That would be perfect. Let's pay a studio. Let's, let's do a paid studio audience to come in here. Oh, Jesus. We'll, the... we'll have five laughers. <laughs> five we'll laughers, two defaults. Two defaults. Uh, that was a typical well, conducting move on your part. You were like, you were like. Uh, they know what I mean. I mean. Yeah, See, they know this. Watch this. They know this. That's all right. I liked it. Hey. You know what they know? Everything I do, it's got a little bit of music. Watch this. Hey. I go, wow. Like, what were you saying? I want to be a good what interviewer. They say is, I'm a good interviewer, you fucking idiots. That's why people are jealous. What were you saying, Andy? When they say... Don't, no music at all. They say... What they say is when the unmusical guy glares at us, uh, just, pretend everything's, <laughs> just pretend everything is cool. When the rhythmless man... When the man who could... The day the rhythm died... <laughs> You're saying that's the word behind my back. That's it, When you yeah. play, when, when the rhythmless guy yeah. glares at you, he usually day... wants you to play big. So just blow whatever you do, blow it. If you got the trumpet, go boom. If you got your guitar, hit it loud. Just I think he likes noise. I don't think he hears. Right. So if he goes like, if he goes like this, boom, boom, the whole band's just yeah. to just, yeah. just, just, just to hit your to... instrument. Hit your instrument. He doesn't try to fucking concentrate know. on the on the beat despite what he's doing. Right. <laughs> that's why he's called the conductor. Who doesn't conduct well? Andy. He is known in musical circles as someone you do not want to work with. <laughs> what does Todd bring to the table? This. The question should be: Why is he coming to the? Why is he coming to the table? Andy, I want to talk you know, to you, you know, serious. Do you know what you're uh, conducting? You're like a motivation. You're conducting with this has music. Bro- you're conducting. You're you're conducting. You're conducting has raised the musical question. You're conducting raises the musical question. Why can't the guitarist conduct the band? <laughs> He's closer to the other musicians. <laughs> Andy, what? Why do we need guy crazy guy from five? Yards away. What's your beef, Andy? <laughs> oh, the. By the way, if a conductor ever stopped, would the band just stop playing? Like if he fainted, or could they uh, figure it out? Uh, uh, they could figure it they out. They could I figure bet. it out. Yeah, they're not no, going to go. Wang, gang, gang, gang. Andy, what's your beef? I got two minutes left. Andy Kinless here with his beef of the month. Well, I want to say this, Todd. As we end this four-hour telecast, exaggeration is always funny. I love that you try in your mind. Oh, you can't yeah. get music. If you want to be no. mean, I got to let you lay no, out there I, I by yourself. No, I got to do it. I got to do it. Well, I know, but I, someone I, has to say it. Okay. I have to do it. Sure. What's the problem it's with my me, show? It's not me. It's the other people. They what's told the problem? Andy. Intervention, free speech. Here's what, I want you to, here's, here's what I want you to do. Just tell me the problem with my show. I will what are tell the mistakes? You. You are, you know, you've always said This is Howard Cosell. No. I am here to tell. I want to know what's wrong with my show. I'll tell you what's wrong with it. Be honest. I want to be what they say behind my back. Your show lacks. The judges have agreed. (laughs) Your show. It lacks structure. Well, what do you mean? Well, not only is there not a beginning, middle, and an end. 
<laughs> There's not any point that you could say in your in your head. Oh, I see why he stopped after that. <laughs> also, your reaction, your reaction might be, is it still on? Oh my God, Andy! It's so I'm. I mean, this is just, wow, it doesn't get any better than this. Is this outsider comedy? <laughs> What's wrong with outsider comedy? No, Everyone thinks, oh, I do inside comedy. I do outsider are you really comedy. Going to, are you really going to do an indoors, outdoors bit? Yes. I think that's a good time. So I think weak. that's important. I'm doing some edgy, artist-based industry terminology in the art world. You know what I'm saying? I don't. You can't touch me. You can't touch this. Can't, I can't. Uh, you can't. Uh, Salvador. I can add Salvador Dali as the punchline. Hey, one of our listeners sent this song in. Can Who we just play I? a little bit of it? Mark Rothko. You don't know. What one I'm of our about. listeners sent this song. In. Okay. Uh, why do you have to do a fake premise? Why don't you just say you wrote it on a piece of paper, <laughs> and you're going to do it as a uh, listener bit? I have a listener bit I'd like to do. Andy. Who could say, how are they sending it in on a piece of loose leaf paper? Andy, shut up. I get a lot of mail. I went down to the mail room today. I got this cookie letter from a listener, see? Come on. Andy, no, I'm, I'm vain enough where I have to. I, first of all, I, I said a listener sent this in, which they did. They said this is song puts me in a good mood. To George Scarlett, they sent this in, and they said it puts them in a good mood. And I listened to it. I go, they're fucking right. Who's to judge whether this song we're about to hear? is better than a Beatles song. If you're enjoying it, if it's evoking emotion and it's bringing happiness into you, so who cares if it's like some beautiful song with beautiful words or this? Who's to say? I, this song, I truly love it. Have your introductions ever caused someone to hate music <laughs> and, for the rest of their life? Andy, I'm going to tell you this one more time. Watch your fucking mouth. I'm still a headliner. And you used a middle for me. <laughs> and Dallas. <laughs> and you always show a little goddamn respect. Really push it. Push it a little bit. Kindler. I loved your work on Love American Style. <laughs> Tell him you were up for the courtship of Eddie's father. Tell him. I'm not even. Tell him. I'm not even. I'm gonna be one of those guys. Tell him. Tell him. You were supposed to be the original Drew Carey. <laughs> I was supposed to be Drew Carey. I was the home improvement guy. I did the home improvement guy. And then they took it. Oh, by the way, I, I almost, this brings me joy and sadness to reference this type of person. Because I've known probably five or ten of them over my career that will tell you, well, Robin Williams came into town and I did, he did what I did. And then I had to, I figure one of us has got to leave. Mm-hmm. You know, and then there was. You certainly, you certainly drew a picture there that everyone can see. Well, I thought I did. What were you saying? How do you know everyone didn't see it? And you're wrong. I'm trying to throw you off your You think these nice go- work? You nice think work. these goons are laughing because they agree with they, you? I used the wrong word goons before, so don't repeat it. <laughs> don't make the same mistakes I do. Don't copy my bad stuff. Copy my good stuff. Yeah, you were before you met me. All oh you did God, was one liners. That's Kathy Griffin. <laughs> Kathy Griffin. It is Kathy, actually. It just, does that mean you want me to pick up the phone? No, it means I'm going to hope she calls in. What type of relationship? Do, why don't you say do the Kathy Griffin bit? Because I try to hide it in bits, Andy. What are we, what are we uh, creating a murder mystery? Hello? Hello. Why am I saying hello? You say hello. <laughs> Who's calling who? That's the name of your new show. 
on the uh, on uh, no, what's the one that used to be uh, like MCI, but it's Sprint. The new show for Sprint. Oh, what is it fall. called? The Sprint Show. Sponsored by. This is how it goes out. There is not one person. Why do you go back to Howard Cosell? Because I'm trying to emphasize how how cutting edge this bit has become. There can't be one person who started out listening to this who's maybe a son or a daughter of a person. Wait, what do you mean? Why would it? It's a five or six hour. no, this show is a two-parter. Okay, so that here's here's your way of feeling in control. Did I not number them? I numbered them and I said it's a two-parter. And now back. Is that to, how I sound? Two-parter. How you sound? Two-part show. Wow. We got to go in for the close, Andy. Well, we're going right. to do a little after you show, close. possibly. You should close after you, show. No, can I not with go you. on with my life? <laughs> You're not included. It's just for the stay. I mean, what is there anything you can do without me? Hello, <laughs> hello, Earth to people who are below me in another planet. Earth to the other people. I'm okay. going to play a song. Here it is. Oh, we're not doing Here's the, Kathy- the song I'm going to play. We're not doing the Kathy Griffin No, bit? I'm setting it up like you told me to. I'm playing a song. Oh, no, you'll do the Kathy Griffith bit? Oh. Low tie? I'm playing a song for 30 seconds because I like it. Why do I feel like you got... Why don't you do the guest as overdubs? That way you would never have to be affected by anybody else's energy. Kathy Griffin's on the phone. Hello, Todd. Hey, Kathy. Sorry, I have my oh, echo. Oh, thank you. My echo phone. Thank you. Are, are, <laughs> is your phone in vinyl now? Um, is this vinyl? Uh, Todd, I believe that gays are, are uh, uh, unified. All gays are the same. Like you, could, like they're, you know how they say every snowflake is different? Not with gays. Look at you. You're a stereotypical gay. Oh, I thought I was straight, and I was afraid to tell people. Blah, blah, blah. Get a hobby. So now you think that you... And you called me last year. You said, <laughs> Kindler, you fucking told me that this gay thing would be my ticket to, my ticket to retire, retirementville. My golden parachute. Look at all the funny... Gay people who've gone before me. All right. I don't know what I'm doing this. Now I'm doing this because I'm obsessed with being the anti-gay. I'm well, Kathy, the a- if you, are you asking me? I think... Yeah, I say my gay. Where are my gays? Yeah, I would... Do you think I should? I... I Kathy, do you think I should? <laughs> Free speech. Free speech. Kathy, did you call to get an answer? I like your opinion as long as Wait, it doesn't... Gotta... Dear, as long as you don't differ from me. <laughs> If you, I called you f- to have you agree, to have you uh, agree with whatever I say, <laughs> but I'm uh, couching it and really wanting your opinion. I really want your opinion. I well, really want your opinion about why you think it's cool. I say my gaze. That's a limited window. I wanted your opinion. <laughs> you First of all, cool? you don't answer the phone anymore. You don't answer the phone. Well, who are you now? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hi. 
<laughs> well, you the worst be... improv duo in the world. We did, we're doing a good job. Who are you? Who are you now? <laughs> when did when did you ever take that workshop? If you really, if if you're completely desperate and you have no idea, just say, "Who are you now? Who are you now? Where are we now in the sketch? Who are you again?" Just further show that you don't know who the person is. Oh, right. I don't know you, stranger. <laughs> I got lost. Do the right. outro. Do the outro. I'm going to play this song because I like it, asshole. All right. Wow. i got to say goodnight. Let me ask you a question. Bring it down. What, are you, what time is it right now? Why, why are you bringing it down? Because I know what I'm doing. What's the energy for the first time? In the what? Show. 9.45. 9.45. Finally, people I can are bring it down fun. from here. Oh. Like, I'll bring it down. Andy. Bring down the clothes. Jesus Christ. Hey, I'll bring it down. Let's close. Let's close low. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I do, you bring it down. You know why? Because you bring it back up. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the fun. That's the part. You forget. I, I make, by the way, just see, just listen here, smarty pants. I ask him how much time, because if he says 15 minutes, we have time to bring it down and back up again. If we, if we have time for one more. So I'd squeeze one more out of you. I'll play something. You might like it. We'll figure something out. We'll close. We're not going to. Are you still not closed? No. We have Do 15 more fear? minutes. You said till 10 o'clock, and I'll take every second of it. You can't be as funny as you are and then want to sneak out early. It's not my no, fault you're fucking no, hilarious. I'm hilarious. No, 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 Andy. Here's what you do. In. Here's what you do. When I'm you're funny listen, at three hours in. When you yeah, you should be. <laughs> because I you know what you I'm in the mood be. for? Yeah. Three hours in? More comedy. <laughs> I'll you know tell you what? why you should be. Let's because... wind this down. Let's go with comedy for the last fifteen minutes. Listen. <laughs> or we could do the talk over each other bit. When, when you're funny like you are, people are going to want a lot of it. So you have to go prepared to uh, spend a lot of time. I am the Barishnikov of of working with other people on the air. Thank I you. I was with uh, uh, Robert Culp. I um, Robert Culp. He was with Bill Cosby and I Spy. Oh. But there's no. Why am I gonna? Why do you want to bring up uh, Bill Cosby? Hey, let's weigh in. Hi, we're uh, we're Glass and Kittler in the morning, and we're gonna weigh in this morning. Oh, aloha, Hawaii. We're gonna weigh in this morning. Uh, what we think of the Bill Cosby thing? If true, <laughs> if true, I don't like it. I don't like it. Who doesn't like it? I also don't like it. That's a killer in the morning. Take some calls. <laughs> that was our take. We don't like it. Right. We're not afraid to hear your take. <laughs> you know what? I think that you should have done that Olympic thing a few more times. I will. I'll teach you a lesson. I'll... You know how they say things are funnier when you group them? Not in your case. <laughs> Free speech. Uh, Todd Glass, yeah, he couldn't close a podcast if they gave it to him in a sealed tin. Just do six of those, and then we'll call it a show. That's the pressure uh, I'm putting Todd on Glass you. Todd Glass No, no, no. I changed my mind. Ten. All right. To- Ten. Todd Glass couldn't, end the, couldn't close a podcast if he was told this door is the closing of the podcast on this car, and when you close it, the podcast will be closed. He still could not execute that maneuver. Please, please.
Free speech. Free speech. Todd's ability to like uh, to close a podcast is the same ability to, to open strong. It's like his, it's equal to or less than his ability to open strong. Free speech. I wish, hey, I wish you would add free speech. It really makes it funnier. Well, hey, when hell speech. When hell freezes over, uh, when hell freezes over, what's the topic again? How bad I am at doing my oh, podcast. When hell freezes over, it still won't help. If hell freezes over, it still will have no effect on Todd Glass's ability to close the show. Free if speech. the name of Todd's show was called Here Comes the Close, <laughs> he still would not be able to close the show. Doug Glass is so unsuccessful at closing shows. A horrible play on Broadway stayed open for two more years simply because he could not close a show in any context, even in a negative context. That's how badly he closed the shows. When it, if Todd Glasses had to shutter up something to close it, then it would remain open. Ladies, number nine. Number nine. Let, number nine. Todd Glass is a weak closer. Ten. You know who they call Senior Weak Close? Todd Glass. Andy Kindler, everybody. Free speech. Andy Kindler. Hey, hey, I just want to say at the end of the podcast, this podcast is dedicated to free speech, and I'm fucking, we're not fucking going to take it anymore, and we can fucking, and if you don't like it, go fuck yourself in your own fuck hole. Free speech. Could you, free speech, could you asshole. Could Eric on drums a nice round of applause and Ethan on guitar? Free speech, motherfuckers. <laughs> We're going to go out a little, uh, I, I found this song that I like. I'm going to just, you know, you do what you want at home. This is the close of the show. Andy Kindler, give Andy a nice round of applause. Yeah, we go old school. There's nothing wrong with saying, hey, if someone loves you more than us here, then I want to fucking meet them because there must be fun to hang out with. I feel like a Shh. sailboat with Jews. <laughs> and a sea of Somalian pirates. A sea of Somalian pirates. That's what this show was like. So we're going to play this. It's like trying to do comedy with a Somalian pirate. <laughs> We're gonna we're ready gonna, to rip you gonna, off of your humor. We're gonna play this in the house, and the, they're gonna play along. You uh, have not done one thing you've said you're gonna do. I am now. I am now. I, bet I you am can. now. I bet you can. I bet I can. I bet I can. Even with a live band, yeah, wanna bet. Even with everybody having so much energy, I bet you still somehow you honestly cannot watch, bring it home. Okay, watch this. The guy who could only bring it near home and then had to <laughs> take a lift, take a lift, and or. Okay, you ready? Watch yeah. this. Okay, here we go. Uh, I'll say it. What? Hey, uh, Andy Kindler, everybody. Uh, little Tom Jones will take you out of here. Silly dance at your house. The drummer, we're gonna go nuts. Eric on drums, Ethan on guitar. Play it in the room. Get the bubbles going. All oh, the bubbles are going. Come on. Like El- Dance like Ellen, be generous! <laughs>
Todd Glass. Todd Glass. Todd Glass. Todd Glass. That's the fucking show, you pile of shit. Free speech. Now leaving Nerdist.com.